0: Believe it or not, it's another VO podcast with three guys who are full-time voice actors at different stages of life, career, and location.
1: But they have formed a bond and worked together to hold each other accountable and help each other on their VO path.
2: Three guys from different backgrounds working together, helping each other, and sharing with you along the way. Hey, what are we calling it again? It's It's another another VO podcast. podcast. Okay, okay,
0: guys. Sorry, I get it. Come on. You're not my dads.
1: Hey, welcome to another VO podcast. We're here back with uh, episode number 20, the actual episode number 20, not what we thought was 20 in the last episode.
0: <laughs> Let's hey, be I'm honest, right it was me who thought it was 20 and you were quick to correct
1: me. <laughs> That's right. How are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's okay. Yeah. Wow. A sore. You. sore. <laughs> yeah. You don't sound like you're doing great. It's it's that's is that bad voice acting there, trying to convince me you're doing great when you're uh, yeah yeah uh, me yeah well it's just it's,
0: been one of those months, man. Been slow and and well, I say this, it's been slow, but it's been busier than the first half of the year and in, in the last half of or I said the last couple of months of last year. So I mean, like yeah. I'm you know definitely done some stuff, but I want more. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. And the grind gets to you, doesn't it? Yeah, it just dude, gets it you does. down. It does. Well, it's it's we- addictive, isn't it? It's addictive when you get busy and you want it to yes. stay a certain way. Yes. And then when yes, it falls it off, you you're so de- not I, not really depressed, but you do you go off in a ditch. Well, yeah. it's like, and if you have a great
0: you, week and the next week is nothing like that, you're kind of like, oh yeah. crap, yeah. what did I do wrong? <laughs> what did I, I do what's wrong? Happening? Yes. Yeah. Yes, was exactly. Like it's so, it's so easy to get in your head when, when stuff goes great one week and then literally the next week it's the complete opposite. And yep. you're sitting there like pedaling yeah. your feet, twiddling your thumbs, whatever that looks like. But I mean, just, man, whatever that looks like must be my catchphrase. Yeah. I swear if we went back and looked <laughs> and listened to podcast, you're going to hear me and whatever that looks yeah. like. Yeah. For, for me,
1: you. for me, last week was a good week. And uh, then I get up Monday and I'm halfway through the day. I'm like, where are the jobs at? Where are the jobs?
2: Yeah. Call it's, me. It's, and we, 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 we want the work to come. So we're sitting there watching for it or we're waiting for that next audition or, or maybe something will hit my inbox. And what we should be doing, and I posted about this yesterday, what we should be doing is investing in next week. And the week oh, after, yeah, yep. and and yep. it's so easy to <clears> not <throat> do that to go off in a rabbit hole on the internet or go do this or start watching stuff. And what we should be doing is adding to our database. Putting right. more people right. in there to contact you ain't gotta yep. contact them today, but you're setting up for tomorrow or next week. Right. And mm-hmm. and it's so hard and that's what we talked about last week, all this self motivation and this, this and this and yep. this. It's so hard to do that. And you finally maybe one day we get in a groove and it becomes more second nature to do it. But I'm not there yet. I have to make myself do these things right yeah, now. Yeah, right there with It's hard. It's yeah, just hard. It is.
1: It is. You gotta have you gotta have you gotta be a self starter. You got to get up and do it, and sometimes that's hard for all of us. It is, yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, what how are about we talking we just, about? Yeah. How about we forget about that for a minute and we and we do something completely unvoiceover related? Okay, I'm, okay, I'm, right. I'm up for that. So you you know this ahead of time, but I'm I'm saying this for the listeners so they know something's up. We're gonna play two truths and a lie. We're oh, gonna boy. start. We're gonna start it each given our two truths and a lie, and then at the end of the episode, we're each gonna try to guess. Uh, from the other, which one was the lie. Okay. Uh All right. Uh, dealer goes first, I guess. Okay. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Here's my two truths and a lie. As a child, the school, when I was a child, as a child, the school, that's bad grammar, guys. When I was a child, the school had to call my parents because I ate my lunch too fast. I cheated on a test. I swallowed a thumbtack. Two of those are true and two and one is a lie. Okay. (laughs) All right.
0: All right. All right. I did it a little differently than that. But uh, uh, so my two truths and a lie. Uh, One of my best friends has made a living as a professional uh, video game player on Rainbow Six Siege. And then he um, transitioned that over to coaching a professional video game Rainbow Six Siege team. Okay. My other one is uh, when I was a kid, I sang the song Rockin' Robin, uh, stylized, I think, after the Jackson 5 at my school. And the school liked it so much, they sent me to this kind of review thing at the mall. And my parents were approached by a casting person and said, we would love to have him come join our group. And... He would have to move to Branson, Missouri, so my parents ultimately decided against it. But who knows, I could have been famous singer <laughs> or okay, performer. Okay.
1: Okay. In, and then my Branson.
2: Third,
0: yeah. <laughs> third is that I've been a Cowboys fan since I was five years old.
2: Hmm. Okay. 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 <clears throat> All right. Um And I guess I kind of took a little little different approach. Uh, In 1978, I was named the Babe Ruth Regional Baseball Athlete of the Year. In 1986, I was the opening act for Pam Tillis. And in 2008, I toured with the Bill Gaither uh, group as a backup singer. Okay.
1: The BGVB, the Bill Gaither Volga Band. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So okay. are we all right. Now or are we waiting? No, no, no. There? We're gonna wait till the end of the episode. Okay, okay. For one, I might need to think about some of your guys' <laughs> Just a little bit. We'll reveal that at the end of the episode. Okay, okay. And uh, so,
0: if you're listening, stick around. And that'll give you know forward.
1: that'll give listeners a chance to try to figure it out themselves. Come Process up with maybe it, yeah. what what is it that the lie is. We'll find maybe we're maybe we're not very good liars. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Probably. <laughs> Okay guys, did you see uh the news over the weekend I saw it that Stephen Fry discovered that someone used his voice from yeah. the narration of the Harry Potter books yep. Yep. to create an AI of his voice and that was used to record an historical documentary
0: that's crazy mm-hmm. and yeah. did he i I saw the headline and I saw it but I didn't read the article did did he yeah.
1: pursue legal he showed his he showed his agent in uh in Um, in Britain, in Great Britain, he showed his agent in the U S they both were just blown away. They couldn't even believe that was, that had taken place. And so, yeah, I'm sure they're trying to figure out what legal action they can take, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh So today I want to talk about AI, artificial intelligence, artificial Mm -hmm. intelligence, specifically about voiceover, about AI being used to replace voiceover.
2: Right. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, have you guys encountered that? Yeah, I'm, I even got a. I even got uh, yesterday. A guy sent me a job and sent me an AI sample with it. This is the this is the pace we want. Yeah, he didn't that's care weird. about I've got that. Too. He didn't want it to yeah. sound like the. He didn't want me to sound like the AI voice, which was British, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted me to follow the tone, or yeah. not the tone, but the pace. I yep. actually
0: <clears> similar similar thing happened to me recently, but I mean. It, but seeing AI out there is not anything particularly new. At least over the last year, maybe year and a half, yeah. you yep. see right. these jobs out right. there, and we talked about it. And I think in the rates episode, talking about seeing the TTS jobs, the text to speech jobs, or yes. just people just blatantly <laughs> saying we we want to use it, we want your voice to train AI, and it's like, yep, yeah, no, <laughs> like, you know, no. Uh, so it's definitely not something super new, but it's I'm I heard it for the first time. Uh, like I said, recently, uh, there's a project that I might be a part of. Uh, There's a lot to it that I can't say, but I was shown a clip to kind of get an idea of the tone and the vibe, not necessarily the voice, but just the vibe of what I was going to be narrating, so to speak. And I did not realize the voice was AI until afterwards. And they told me that, but one of the things, which is encouraging, they told me is that AI can't emote and can't act. Like it can mimic someone. Um, In this case, they wanted it to mimic someone, a certain celebrity. And in all honesty, it did sound like it to an extent. But again, when I went back and listened to it again after the fact, I did hear that it was still kind of robotic, not robotic in the way that it was like a machine, but it didn't act. It can't act, which that in there lies the key. That is true. And I might, sure, soon take over like those smaller end jobs that don't really care about the you know, emphasis that don't the care. Emotion. Thank you right. for using that
1: phrase that that right. don't care. Now, that before we go care. any further, let me say that, you know, to the listener, we are not legal experts. We are not experts in how AI is created, whether through legal means or illegal you know, means like stealing Stephen Fry's voice from the Harry Potter novels. And we don't necessarily understand the broad scope of this issue, but we need to talk about it. I, I want to understand, you know, yeah, more about yeah. it. Yeah. So let me ask this. What are what is wrong with giving your voice to as you mentioned, Jake, to a TTS job? I mean, that job was worth thousands of dollars. Cause I know exactly which one we all saw it this week on Voice oh, One this Two Three. Week, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like
0: fifty four thousand yeah. dollars or estimated.
1: Yeah, I think what it came down to was like eleven hundred dollars per finished hour. Right. That's a lot of money. It what's is what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? You can make it, it, Now, it was clearly it said this may be used to create synthesized voice later down the road, which is yeah. what, what they mean is we're going to use this
2: to make an AI voice. That's right. It's mean. wrong because you'll never have control of where it's used. And yes. you won't hey, get compensated. Hey, for and it. you will not be paid. You're yep. not going to cont- hey, using again. your synthetic voice. Yep.
0: Yep. Here's more money. Yep. Wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Wrong. the two things. There's, you yep. know, there's a third, and I can't remember. I wrote it down. I forgot. But uh, that came up when I went to um, uh, the vocation conference. You know, there were the yeah. three C's, and I forget the third C. But control and compensation are the big ones that jump out to mm-hmm. me always. If I can't control where it's used, then no, I want no part of that. And if I'm not going to be paid every time it's used, you know, and, and the, the the difference is if you are contracted to do your voice on an AI platform and they are putting it out there and it's not even really under your name, sometimes they'll put a, a false name on there, but you're getting paid for that and you have control over who gets to use it. You approve yeah. those projects, yeah. you can say no. and. That's different, but when you do this, you are signing everything away. Everything, yeah. It's in, everything it's away. In the, you know, they're going to make you perpetuity. sign a contract. If and you unless, do it
1: AI, it's in perpetuity. They own it. Yeah. You don't. You no longer own your voice. You let me yeah. say. You don't no longer own exclusivity to your voice.
2: Yeah, and they even put in there they can sell it to somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. So and then it can just keep being sold, keep being sold. Why would <clears throat> right. you ever want to do that? And
0: there's still yeah. people that are auditioning for that. Like, what did you say when we saw it, like, later in the day? Like, because you had gotten it later in the day. Well,
2: than- I, I, I'm a little bit lower on
1: one, two, three than you guys are. And so, yeah, I saw it later in the day, and there were 20 some there auditions. There should be zero. 27, for that job. There should be zero. But those 27 for that people job. either
0: one, don't care, which is crap because, like, your community cares about you and doesn't want you to do that, or two, right. they don't know, which is sad because yeah. it's like, man, start educating yeah. yourself. I mean, yeah, like, like be, yeah, four thousand dollars sounds nice and it's going to get right. you through sometimes. But if you're a serious voice actor and you put in the work and dedication and learning your craft and market yourself, get coaching, you can make way more than that in the long run off of your voice. Yeah. Like $54,000 all at once. Sure. But you can well, do a lot better than that over yes. time.
1: You're competing against yourself. You're yeah. stealing jobs from you. You're not stealing jobs from other people. You're stealing them from you because when someone's hiring or casting a voiceover, they have a voice in their head that they're looking for and you may nail the audition, but you weren't the voice in the client's head, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Or if you are the voice in the client's head, that's why you get the job. Yeah. If the voice in the client's head is you and it's you versus yourself in AI, you're losing the job to you. You. Mm-hmm. Nobody sounds like me. I have a unique voice. So that can keep me out of jobs. It can also help me score jobs. It's good right. and bad, right? But the uniqueness that I'm selling of my voice belongs to me. Nobody else owns that. And they shouldn't. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Correct. Correct. You hey, know, I, mentioned, talk... um, yeah, I mentioned just a second ago about uh, I booked a job yesterday and it said in the the specs, absolutely no regional dialects, no accents. Yeah. So I gave my Gen M take as you know, I went through, picked out the words, made sure I, I did a really good job on my Gen <laughs> M take. And then <laughs> wait, I did an me. Accent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I did, then I just relaxed conversational me on take two. They yeah. booked the job and said, please record it like your second take. Well, wait a minute. You said in there, you didn't want that. And they yeah. said the client, yeah. the client loved the slight, a slight accent, subtle Southern accent, because it makes a you homie. sound human. Because it fit it, well, and yeah, that but it, makes it was you a person. It, it does. It's yeah. real. It's real. Yeah. Uh, the other, you know, when I read the other, it's still me, but it's not really me because I'm having to concentrate on not saying certain words. So, you know, and and AI could probably fix all of that. You yeah. know, they could probably take and model your voice and turn it into yep. a GenAm voice with no regional dialect at all. And you know, maybe, I even yeah. thought about that. If I were able to to link up with one of those companies, maybe I should do that. Let them do a, a AI model of my voice and let it be a GenAm voice. And when I, I book a job like that, let it do the job. If they couldn't really hear it and it were more e-learning or whatever. But like you said, a lot of commercial stuff, nah, not gonna yeah. fly. Well, let's hey, um. Go ahead, go ahead,
0: Jake. I was going to say, like, something to kind of touch on that, like, and I and I don't remember who you might have talked about was doing this, and I don't necessarily want you to name them if if you don't feel comfortable. But didn't you say that you know a voice actor who was actually training their own AI, like, so they could? There like, are several.
2: There's yeah, several. Okay, there's several. so that yeah. is a thing. Then. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you can own your own AI. Then, yeah, essentially.
2: yeah, yeah. Sure. I heard. Uh, I can't remember who was in the conference who talked about it, but they had used a certain company. And, of course, like I said, they put them up under a different name. It's not under their name. So if somebody goes on there and searches, say, I want that voice, he Mm. gets paid for that. He said, it's it's really nice – uh, you know income that is being made without me doing anything else sure and that's going to continue to grow I think i think we're going to see more voice actors will have those bank voices but as long um, as you own it
0: then that's the as long as you own right it it's there.
2: fine yeah right. that's, so that's yeah right. that's, that's, that's okay to consider, then that's okay and like he said it's going to catch some of the lower paying stuff people will go on there and do that it's less money but he said hey look you know it's it's residual income for me I don't have to do anything Right, uh, makes sense. Uh, that part oh, makes 100%. sense to me. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah, Listen, like I, like Alden said, it's the knowledge. Everybody's got to get educated at the difference. Yes, and yeah. we and we don't, I don't fully feel understand enough. it. Yeah, right. I don't either. And I'm learning. I mean, I learned a ton uh, uh, at the conference, but to to come in here and say, yeah, we're we're t- Stirring up a discussion, and we want people to to start thinking about it and looking into it more than we're saying we know everything. And we're telling you, no, we're telling you we don't. We worry about it, but we want the newer people to really look into it because they are likely the ones in those twenty something auditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, likely. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. Very likely. I, I I agree with that. Let's um, let's talk about the control aspect. You were you you mentioned that as one of the three C's, Troy. Mm-hmm. So. I'm a person of faith. my faith is very important to me. There are some jobs I'm not gonna audition for. There are some jobs i'm just I'm just not gonna do and you know you see based on um you know your your uh um, where what whatever your uh morals are, whatever your decisions are that you want to be identified with, your voice is gonna be on right right uh, when you when you do those things. so we have a right as voiceover actors to turn down work. That we just don't want to be tied to. Of course. Right. And and whatever your stance is on anything, that should be a freedom we have. But if an AI voice, if an AI of is created of your voice, you don't have that control. You mm-hmm. don't have that choice. And all of a sudden, something that sounds like you is identified with something that you don't want to be associated with. You know,
2: it can happen, especially yeah. if you sign it away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. <clears throat> So people need to be very, very careful when they're looking through these jobs and identify what it is being used for. If it's going to be used to create an AI, what are some warning signs to look out for, guys, to to say, hmm, this doesn't smell right. This doesn't look right. I think they might be some creating an AI voice. What would you look out for to make sure you didn't put your voice to that?
0: Just read like the, the usage and make sure. I mean, like, I know. Here's the thing: if they don't include that information in there, then obviously I think the law can be on your side. But the issue is, is that the law hasn't caught up with the technology of AI. If you do something willingly, you know.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now, if again,
0: yeah. if they don't include that information and they're training your an AI with your voice, but you didn't know that, I'm interested. That's why I asked kind of about what Stephen's issue was. Stephen Fry's. Uh, process was, and I'm sure they are taking legal action because he clearly didn't give consent. But That's right. Um, was that it? consent control and uh, or I guess control and consent might have been the other C. Control and consent are the same C, aren't
2: they?
1: Troy, I'll think of it as soon as we are uh, done. That may be right. Maybe control, <laughs>
2: consent and, <laughs> and, and, and compensation. Uh, compensation. That may be yeah. correct. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, I mean, it
0: just, I guess it just depends, but I mean, d- always read the details of any audition period. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like, you know, yep. that way you know exactly what you're auditioning for. I will <laughs> say sometimes you don't fully know what you're auditioning for, and that can be a good thing. Um, again, the project that I encountered that AI on, uh, the the project description was very vague. Mm-hmm. It didn't smell like AI to me, um, and, it, and it's not, I know now. But what it ended up being is something very cool, which again, I can't talk about, but just to go, just, just goes to show you that like sometimes vague details may not be a bad thing either. But that being said, just pay attention to what you're auditioning for. And if it's text to speech, I mean, that almost always is training. It's a giveaway.
1: It's yeah, training text- something. Yes. Yeah,
0: they're training something like, and it could be like a Siri type thing. I mean, I, I mean, there was, I've seen a couple of text to speech <clears> jobs that were for like, you know, a voice of a car and kind of thing. And those are a little different, but you do have to watch like we, if you know, if it's something like we want to train we want to use your voice as like the voice assistant in this new car that's coming out. That
1: might be yes. cool. Yeah, that would be cool. But you
0: got to sure. see exactly how much of your voice they're going to own. But we also reserve the right to continue to do this in new models or to sell your voice kind of thing, etc. cetera, yeah, et cetera. Right. You yeah. just, again, yeah. you always, and if that does, and if that's not included, it's okay to ask questions. You can even audition for something and ask questions in your proposal. If they want to explore further with you and, you know, message you directly kind of thing. And, and, you know, you're kind of, You know, I'm basing this off of like a one, two, three proposal or a voices.com proposal. If they want to pursue something with you, they'll, they'll message you obviously. And then you can actually get more and more broad with your questions because then you've opened a discussion, but. Don't be afraid to ask questions and you should ask questions. Make a list in your make it have a list ready, honestly, for something like that. Like if, if, you're, if I'm going to audition for this job, these are the questions I have, because even if you do audition and, and they want to use you, you ultimately can be like, you know what? This isn't for me after all, based on what you've said. kind of Right. Thing. Just because you audition and get the job doesn't mean that you have to follow through with it. You can absolutely always say, no, never mind. I'm not comfortable. They can always hire or, somebody else or, or yep. stick
2: three three words in that proposal. Pending contract review.
0: Right. Put like that, that in there. That's yep. a great. And then, that's, that's and then
2: yeah. you know, then if you do happen to get it, it was in your proposal, get it reviewed and and mm-hmm. don't go to uh, an attorney in Podunk, Tennessee. Go to somebody that knows <laughs> a VO contract and understands the usage
0: an entertainment and, and
2: everything. Yeah. Get an entertainment right. person. Uh, ask, I, I ask the community. Yeah. And there's one that's very, very popular. If you want to know that one, email us. I'll email you his contact information. Okay. He did one for me last week. <clears throat> very reasonable uh, to review it and get information back to me within two hours. So you can't beat that. You know? Yeah. And, and, and it's worth it. It's it, worth it, it, is. it to get it that is. done. Because we're talking knew, about uh, a lot of money here.
1: Yes. A lot and of you're talking about money.
2: Yeah, you're leaving a lot on the table and you just want to make sure. And I like what, what Jake brought up. You know, there was something that came up the other day and I can't remember what the voice was and I saw the thing and it was kind of like what you're talking about and they were going to train it for this and this and this. But I remember it said in there and possible use on other projects. There is your, yeah, there's no. your no-no right there. You say, no, this will be only for this project. I will only agree for you to use it for this project. You cannot use it for anything else. And if you stipulate that, they can't, You know, if they hire you, they can't just be sure you got everything in writing.
0: Anything in writing is pretty much, I mean, and and I've had an entertainment lawyer tell me this. I mean, like if you've got it in writing, even if it's email, even if it's not a signed thing, that's still technically binding. It will hold up if you ever have to go to court and stuff like that. And a lot of times if if, if they're the ones breaching the thing, they'll, you know, and, and, and it's found in favor of your defense or whatever they a lot of those court fees go back to them anyway so again it's always worth it to just know what's up and and try to protect your your yeah. intellectual property, because that's what it is. Your voice is your intellectual property. Yeah, yeah. You,
2: you own it. It's yours. And there's, t- yes. you know, there's only two two parts to a contract, offer and acceptance. Yeah. And if your offer says that, that they can't use it anywhere else and they accept that and hire you exactly what Jake said. If you have that in a proposal, in an email, in something, in writing, and they replied back to it and accepted it, it it's, it's a contract. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you're good. But my gosh, just look for trouble words, you know, uh, ex- exclusivity, perpetuity. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, f- I don't know what other keywords you look for outside of that, but there are others, I'm sure, where they're saying uh, possibly used on other projects. Uh, yeah. You know, blah, 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 whatever. Just watch for red flags. There's a ton of them. And What I also learned in the conference is, uh, you know, Nava had gone up to DC the week before that conference to talk to uh, um, people about the the AI stuff and what was going on. And the AI companies in general, the legitimate ones, they want to protect and work with voice actors. They want this to be a a partnership. They want it to be right. They don't want to damage our business, but they also want to further the AI side of it to where if it'll prosper or however it's going to prosper, they're a part of that, but they also don't want to cause detriment to all of us. Right. And I think that's a big key. They have to be educated as well. They need to understand what we need and what we want from AI, and we need to understand what they plan to do with it. And,
0: and that, well, that's the thing too, is like, you know, you hear all the time. I mean, it was kind of like that that post you shared. I think maybe all the, it was either Alden or Troy shared that post yesterday about a job that we all saw recently that was like $600 for x amount of spots locally but for four years usage and then someone said that they replied to them with like proper union rates telling them that the rate they were proposing is just yeah. not right and they right. Acted yeah. like they didn't know yeah, which is it. like it's kind of shocking right like you think like anyone who's dealing with ai has clearly got to know that this is you know that these rates are wrong or like in per, you know and perpetual use of this voice without compensation is wrong and then you find out they don't like it's always shocking so i i, I guess what i'm saying is like you should always approach something. And I don't want to say assume because we know what assuming means. Uh, but you should always approach something as if the person or the people that you're talking to aren't necessarily educated on what's proper and what's not when it comes to rates and your voice and what and, and whatnot. So even if they do know, it's always okay to put in a blurb. And by the way, you know, I'd love to discuss what proper rates are for this or, you know, or just putting in there, I don't agree to extra use outside of what's discussed here, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And that opens yeah. up the door for for constructive conversation, you know, um, something that I'm, I'm probably using the wrong words. I'm not very vocabularily inclined, but I'm just saying, um, (laughs) hence vocabularily. Anyway, uh, I always, always try to open the door in a polite, nice way, in a professional (laughs) way for discussion, right. For great discussion and for good discussion, as far as where you can take, um, you know, educating people uh, about <clears throat> proper rates for using your voice outside of you just recording something. And obviously we're right. talking about AI, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, talking about the in-perp usage um, with anything, that kind of loops us way back to AI. Mark Scott um, was talking about in one of his Friday where you can ask him anything on Fridays. Um, YouTube, have you watched any of those? Have you seen those? Yes, he does sir. a great job with those. And, and uh, I watch them whenever I can. He was talking about AI and he gave the example of, you know, if you you do one of these TTS jobs and your voice is being used now to create commercial work for a pizza spot, say Pizza Hut. Right. And now you your AI voice is being used to create that Pizza Hut and you sold your rights in perpetuity for that. That's like you being hired to do a Pizza Hut job, but not getting paid for it. And now you want to audition for Little Caesars. Well, you can't nope. compete with yourself. You've now sold your rights to Away. Yep. So you have cost yourself work. You have cost yourself the opportunity for jobs. Now, that, that kind of blew me away when he said that. It, it, it made me understand, as did this Stephen Fry deal, that we're dealing with a pretty broad topic here that really is something that the industry has to deal with. They have to deal with And that's pretty much what this.
0: the strike is about, you know, yeah. obviously on camera stuff. and And that's what I don't think people, you know, like you said, there's 27 people that audition for that, you know, job we were talking about earlier. They're not realizing what they're selling. Right. And, and what they're losing, <clears throat> potentially going to lose if they get that job and do that job. They're not realizing it.
2: That, right. Mm-hmm. They they think they're going to make $54,000 to record that, well, however many hours it was, and then I can move on to the next thing. No, because not now next thing. You, you have given away all right. of it. It's, yeah. uh, and people think, well, I heard somebody the other day say uh, it's ridiculous to price things, but for so many words, for so much. You know, and and here I'm talking about the Fiverr approach. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, it, it is and it isn't because you have to then separate out the usage. So, yeah, I'll I'll record 50 words for $100. Let's just I'm just throwing something out there, okay? And and where are you going to use that? Uh, Let's well, just used internally on a corporate thing. We're putting it up internally in our building for people to see it. Okay, so you can ask for some business usage if you'd like. You can make things up and do that or but technically you'd say, "Oh, okay. Well, that you just pay the 100 bucks, you're good." Or "Oh, that's going to be a 30 uh, 30 15-second YouTube ad." And well, now I'm going to ask for that usage. "Oh, it's going to also go uh, on local radio." Well, now I need that usage. So, what they're missing on all this is you've given away that usage forever. Right. They, every time yep. they use your voice, oh, oh now it's on this <laughs> ad. Well, that's $1,500. That's $1,800. Yep. This is $2,000. This is national. Oh, this one's $5,000. And it's you're not global. getting that money. And you get nothing. Well, I got $50,000. Yeah, but they've already used your voice enough for uh, yeah. half a million yeah. dollars. Yep. Who knows? And, yeah. and I'm not it saying seems like that's like going to really apply, but it could.
1: Just because it seems like a lot of money to you at the time doesn't mean it's the appropriate amount of money that you should have been paid for all the work they're going to get out of that
2: Right. Uh-huh. Right. And who's to say that they will or not? I, I'm not. I, I don't know. But that's what they're going to try to do. Yeah. Well, slavery has been illegal in our, sta- in our United States for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But that's what they're doing. They're enslaving <laughs> your voice and, and doing yeah. what they want with yeah. it. And you get nothing. You yeah. Get and nothing.
1: it's and, and, and understand that it's not just they're using your voice and getting something. They're using your voice. And now you can't. Right. Right? right. So they're taking jobs from you. They're not getting X. Ex- anyway, I won't that's go, what off after so that like all go
0: on and complain. I mean, that's, I say complain. We can go on angrily, passionately just talking yeah. about this stuff. And what's frustrating is that you see people auditioning for these jobs and you're like, you're not doing yourself any favors. That's for sure. And you're not doing the community right. any favors, because as long as people keep auditioning for those things, those companies are going to keep putting out auditions like that. Right. And jobs like right. that hurting.
2: But, the community. Uh, what, and what, we can, what we can do from a passionate side of it is encourage people to, uh, Nava is your your biggest advocate right now. Uh, Tim Friedlander, Karin Guilfrey, they are our biggest advocate yeah. yep. to get laws in place and get word to Washington. They were up there a couple weeks ago to push this to where your voice, your intellectual property is protected. And this is new. So it's got to be done now quickly. And they are pushing that so hard. So if you are not a member, you should be. If you Maybe you can't afford to join, but you can send them $25 to help because this is all out of their pocket and what comes out of this membership. And they're having to go to these things and they spend hours and hours and hours every week advocating for all of us. And we need to support that as best we can. I know they've got a, some kind of ball or something coming up later on, and you know it's in California. Is it a gala right. or something? No, I guess uh, yeah, I did yeah see something that. like that. And and I can't, you know, I can't go to that. But right. maybe I could just send an extra twenty-five or fifty bucks and say I don't want a ticket, but here here's a donation. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you're in this and this is your thing and you want to protect, help us protect this industry, please give to them and help them because I think. I fully believe in it. I mean, there are there are causes to believe in, and there are causes where you go, yeah, okay, whatever. This is one. I know they are dedicated to doing the right thing to, to protect us, and yeah. they and they're the right people to do it. So please, if you can, um, find them online. You can just Google NAVA NAVA. Uh, it'll it'll come up, and and give give a little something. They, Did you guys they touch on uh, NAVA when you had Karen for- on your? Yeah, we did. Uh, You can go back to that episode on the VO life. I interviewed uh, Karen Guilfrey and she she talks. Yeah, Yeah. it's been. Yeah, at least. Um, Yeah. And hey, I've got big news this month coming up right here on this podcast. Petis will be joining us for our celebrity interview. So I was going to ask you about that. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. She's yeah. great. So she'll be here at the end of the month. I, I got the confirmation just as I was sitting here that we'll be on uh, one week from today. We will we will record with her and it will come out that Friday. So I look fantastic. forward to that. that were we was awesome.
0: have, Charles calls her anti-law. So we'll see. Well, were we going to have uh, Charles on with us? Didn't we talk <laughs> we, about having him?
2: We talked about doing that. That might be another surprise. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, okay. We could do that. So That'd
1: be fantastic. If you heard
2: that, forget it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah 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 hey we're still recording yeah. here guys
1: <laughs> oh crap, crap crap. we're giving away the secrets no that's oh, fantastic no. i think people no, will dude, want to tune uh, into that
2: yeah i think they will because sure. she is so good on um on the uh, boss podcast and she is so knowledgeable <laughs> she knows so much and i even went on a thing with dan marion uh he's kind of affiliated with law and does a thing i can't remember what night of the week it was late at night and uh, it's a zoom meetup and um i went on that and. Uh, that was a lot of fun to do. But uh, I, I look to forward it. to it because we're going to have questions. I know we're going to have a lot of questions. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah. I,
0: I got to meet her and talk to her a couple of times at uh, One Voice Dallas. And then I actually had a Zoom with her a, a week or two after that as well. And she's just she's just great. Uh, you guys are going to like listening to her and what she has to say. Um, yeah, I can't super wait. Super fun. Always wait. smiling from what I remember. Uh, um, yeah, super great. And uh, I mean, I'm just – that's that's great news. That's cool. I'm glad that you got yeah. that while we were doing the podcast because <laughs> well, honestly, although I had yeah. no it's
1: idea – we had, well, yeah, so we um, didn't know. He, said, he shocked us, didn't there.
0: he, Jake? Yeah, yeah he did. I was like, he said, we have big news this month. And I'm thinking, big news. I don't remember what? you talking about this before the <laughs> Well, now show. I'm well, excited, let me, but I'm let gonna me tell you what's a distracted. high
2: possibility for next month. I've, I've uh-huh. talked to uh, Mary Lynn Wissner, and a uh, very Ooh. good chance, very good chance we'll have Mary Lynn maybe next month. I haven't worked out a time or anything, okay. but um, um, we've had a couple of emails back and forth. And, um, uh, actually, concerning Sabrina Farrow's, if you guys remember that name. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I do. Yeah. yeah. The, email, the email hassler. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I their identity. Had, uh, <laughs> well, n- not yet. It's still being worked on, oh, but uh, Sabrina actually went at Mary Lynn. I thought of all people in this industry, wow. why would you bother her? You know, just such a sweet person and successful person. And, and why would you go to someone like that and start hacking away? I don't get it.
0: If anybody's going to waste their time it. and let's talk about it. You're one time on earth being negative, trying to take other people. Yeah.
1: they have got to have
0: the worst, saddest life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you guys, we get one go around, at least to my knowledge. And uh, I'm not going to waste it going out of my way to be mean to anybody. And I would encourage you all to do the same.
1: Yeah, well, a wise yeah, person once kind. told me that some people just aren't happy unless they're mad.
2: Oh, huh? yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. There are people that way. <laughs> I was married to one I should know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's another story. Okay, okay. I'm hosting this thing. I'm, I've had to go back to my notes because you distracted me. I have one more question. Oh, okay, okay. Concerning AI. So let's turn from the other side of it, from away from the voice actor's point of view to the client who hires the voice actor. Why would they not want to use AI voice? Mm. I have some ideas on this. So wh- wh- why would it be a bad idea it's to not use human. AI voice? Troy, Troy, you made me think of this because uh, you mentioned somebody asking after you had submitted a pro- uh, job project file and they yeah. asked you if it was AI voice.
2: Yeah, but and because he wanted to make sure it wasn't, he wasn't exactly. critical. Exactly, exactly. Well, first, we I don't want. You weren't sure though, right? Was, he yeah, yeah, wasn't sure. Sean Touch and go in there for a minute. Yeah. I got very defensive when I read it. I didn't reply defensively. I just said, "Oh no, of course not. It's not AI. You know, yeah. here, here, let me send you me doing these voices, you know, and, and answering and, and which I guess I could have AI'd that, but yeah, he just wanted to make sure he's a musician and mm-hmm. he uh, he has a side thing where he does some video stuff and. Yeah. He just didn't want an AI voice. And I get that. I get that. But my, you know, my answer to what you're saying is it's not human. I don't care what you do yeah. to it. It's still not human. It doesn't feel anything. It's just no saying connection. the words. Yeah. No connection. To There's no copy. connection in the words. Yep. Is it better than it was a year or two ago? Heck yeah. I, I've heard some, I, I wouldn't know, but if I really, really listened to it and I knew the copy and gonna say, yeah, it's not really connected. That's, well, that's the thing
1: I hear. Sadly, we, we, all three of us, because we're musicians and voice actors, we have good ears for that kind of thing. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't have the ear. There, There's yeah, a lot of true. people that aren't going to be able to tell the difference
2: when we can. And that's why a lot of this won't matter, because it's not important. You can put mm-hmm. it on certain things and it won't be important, but there's going to be so much that you can't use it for, you know. Yeah. Jake, you were getting ready to say something.
0: Well, I was just going to, and I already technically said it earlier today, you know, when I was talking about my, my recent encounter with, um, uh, with, you know, AI after, you know, that particular job, again, closed doors, can't say much about it, but they came back and said, you know, the voice we used in that clip was an AI (laughs) clip, but it can't really act like it sounded enough like the person they were wanting it to sound like. But again, after going back and listening to it, it didn't have it couldn't be that person. The voice sounded like it, but it could, that voice couldn't be that person and in right. capture and, and <clears throat> capture what they were wanting out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Couldn't act. Yeah. And, um, that's another reason I don't think people want to use AI just yet. Again, you know, there's people that don't care and that, and those are going to be the lower end tier jobs that aren't looking for anything spectacular with their voice actors or they don't, the voice is clearly not going to be a bright spot in their project kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. And that's encouraging. That's encouraging. But that being said, I think it's going to take out those lower paying jobs and, and it's going to take it. It might wipe a lot of people out, out, out now, of yeah. voiceover, especially people it, making their it, living. Yeah, it doing
1: will this. affect that's it. That's tough it looks like to
2: admit, but yeah. I think you might be right. And th- think about things like the uh, you order a TV stand and you get a link to a YouTube video, how to put it together. I don't care what that guy sounds like. Put screw number A into hole B. Put two. <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, okay, that's fine. You, you just know. want
0: to know what to say. You're not sitting there, man. I love how this guy yeah, tells me how to yeah. build the TV stand. So you're yeah, saying is for
1: people who can't read. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> can't read instructions.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> But you know how that is. A lot of times they send the yeah. instructions, and they they have been done by somebody that was uh, tried to put it in English out of another language, and and it's never. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like, you like can't using follow Google, it. Translate to go there, to one language,
1: and then coming back again, it's never the yeah, same. Yeah. And- I had to those put a hilarious. love seat. I, love
2: I had to put a love seat together. I've never put a piece of furniture together. My my okay. stepdaughter ordered a love seat. It's in huge boxes. Open it up, and it's got you know the side panels, and they slip onto the bottom, and then you got to put this on. But the instructions were junk. Yeah. Know? So yeah. anyway, yeah, I think I think it's good for that kind of stuff. You know, I I, I do think possibly <coughs> a lot of books, a lot of audio books, not the 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 ones they're that have already sports. doing that. Yeah, yeah but not they're the ones already that have doing really that. good storylines and all that and multiple characters and blah, 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 blah. But I think a lot of your, you know, like business related books, you know, exercise books, fit, you know, stuff taking care of your body books. Yeah. They could probably some of the AI I've heard is good enough to probably do that. I don't listen to audiobooks. books. I'm terrible. I don't read a lot. <laughs> I read articles. I read stuff on, you know, I read articles on the Internet. I, I'm not a reader, so I can't relate to all that. Well, and I even, in my opinion,
1: if you're doing employee training, I don't think it's a good idea to use AI for that because you want sleep. Well, yeah. Well, so can some voice actors, too.
2: But (laughs) Alden, Alden, stop what you're saying. (laughs) What
1: you're saying to your employees is this doesn't matter enough for me to have hired an actor. This doesn't matter enough for me to have used a human touch on this employee training. stuff. That's true. That's so true. if you're training employees, you want them to know that this is important, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and you need that human touch to get that through. And AI hire is human. just not there yet.
2: AI. Hire human. Yeah. And that's the bottom line to all of this. Hire human. Hire Please human. Please hire human. Hey, that's yes. what, uh,
0: that's what Liz Atherton's uh, thing, Cast Voices. Yeah. They have that hashtag, hire Isn't
2: human.
1: Isn't that cool? I and like that. I So in addition to shop local. <laughs> <laughs> hire yeah. shop, human. Shop People shop. Yeah. Humanity. Yeah.
0: Shop people. I don't know if we should go say people. shop people. <laughs> shop, it sounds
1: like it sounds like a high school shop, you know, yeah. there's a we, shop people, all uh, oh, those shop people.
2: Before we talk about our, our truths and lie thing, I know we're probably close to getting to do that. If there's anybody out there that's listening to the podcast that has a very creative uh, art side to them and you'd like to create a logo for us. Hey, I would love to see your ideas for another VO podcast. You could email that to us. Um, yeah, we could go into you know <clears throat> Canva or something and come up with something. And yes, we have a you know a thing we're using right now. But I'd really like to see if anybody could come up with something really neat. Just you know, don't use that. AI. Yeah. And not the standard <laughs> headphones and a microphone or something. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've seen that. We well, all three wear glasses and I have I've had the concept in my head of three different pair of glasses, you know, or oh, something. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? They're all kind of
0: similar, too. I think mine are a little broader, yeah. like wider. Like- mine
1: are just readers. You guys are old if you need glasses.
0: Well, I've been oh, wearing boy. glasses since I was in fourth grade.
2: Yeah, I've had them since I turned 40, so I'm about I've, to turn yeah, 60. Yeah, I've, I've actually had readers since I was in my 20s. So oh. Yeah. Well, is it truth and lie time? It is. Right there, or... It is. Was, Who wants to I go first? Of that. you guys want to guess mine?
0: Yeah. I Do you don't need to read think... them again? No, I think, well, I mean, you can if you want, but I think I remember yours, and I could be wrong, but I don't think I would have called you first.
1: It's been 40 minutes, so let me, let me hit it one more time because mine right. is short and to the point. Right. When I was a kid, the school had to call my parents because I ate my lunch too fast. I cheated on a test. I swallowed a thumbtack.
0: I mean, the obvious one would obviously be swallowed a thumbtack, but I'm going to go with something not so obvious and say ate your lunch too fast because I don't know why they would call about eating your lunch too fast. All day is lunch too fast and he is off the walls. Lunch is 25 minutes. He ate it in five and we don't know what to do with him for those 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, so I'm going to say lunch.
2: Me too. Okay. 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 Me
1: too. Uh. Number two is the lie. I I never cheated, cheated on, on a test. I didn't cheat oh, on. A be test. Darn. I'll oh, be darned. I'll be sure. darned. No, a test. when Shoot. I was a kid, um, I went to a small school, and there was there were four boys. Thirteen in my class, four four boys, including me, and we got the great idea that if we ate our lunches too fast, it would make us sick. We'd throw up, and we have to go home. <laughs> so we Look all the, got sent to the, the expression on Jake's office. face
2: is priceless. Like, he's just like, what, 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 really? I mean, this is the thing.
0: I eat super fast. Yeah. Like, yeah,
2: yeah. So it th-
1: doesn't make me throw up, but did you throw up? No, we didn't throw up and we didn't get sent home, but we got no. in trouble and our parents got a call. That's here's funny. what your stupid sons are doing. <laughs> mm. And, and I did swallow a thumbtack when I was in kindergarten. Because you used to have all day kindergarten and you would take naps. There would be nap time, right? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So I was, yeah. my nap spot was under the, uh, the cork board. Uh-huh. And I was reaching up, playing with a thumbtack, and the thing fell out and dropped right into my mouth.
0: And you swallowed it.
1: Right. I didn't swallow it. It was stuck in my throat. Wow. So when my mom got the call... That I had swallowed oh, a thumbtack. She needs to come get me. And she's like, he swallowed it. Well, what am I going to do? It's going to come out, right? That'll that hurt. Might be, yeah, that <laughs> could hurt. I didn't swallow it. And so, I don't know. I don't think she hung up and had to call back. But the principal got on the phone. No, 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 no. You don't understand. It is stuck in his
2: throat. So, wow. yeah. Let, let me tell you, it, real actually. real quick. Let me tell you a real fast funny story. We're sitting in church on a Sunday. My son is about 2 years old, and this is not uh this is Josh who who's 20 now. And I unbeknownst to me, he had taken a Tic Tac, two Tic Tacs, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and shoved them up his nostril. Oh god. So he's just sitting there and as they began to dissolve, their peppermint, it started burning. Of course, so he's, (laughs) he's, he's flailing around and I don't know what's wrong with him. He's not telling me what's wrong out the door. We go, we go flying to the ER because he's just holding his head screaming. The doctor says there's, he's got something up his nose. He finally gets one of them out. There's a little bit left. He said, he smells it. He said, it's peppermint. It's it's a tic-tac. He had one Uh, in each nostril. Oh my goodness. We had to let the other one just melt. Yeah, oh, but the, but the, when the doctor pulled it out, the doctor was gagging, and I'm like, "The doctor's gagging? What the heck?" But anyway, that's a huh.
1: He's not like Mint. The dumb doctor story. Doctor I doesn't like mint. Well. I, guess. Uh, I guess I put a right, raisin Jay.
0: up my nose when I was a kid, and it was in there all day. And by the time it was time to come out and moistened up so much it was basically a grape when they pulled it back
1: out oh (laughs) my gosh you rehydrated a raisin in your (laughs) sinus
2: passage if
0: anyone's interested in trying that out
2: (laughs) don't do that That this is gross
0: if you feel like a grape and you only have raisins you have two nostrils um anyway
1: this is this wins the most disgusting episode so far yeah Yeah.
0: i know i know all right um okay uh, jake's turn Mine were. I have a buddy who has made a living being a professional video game player. Transitioned that into being a coach of a video game team for the same sport as Rainbow Six Siege. The other one was um, uh, when I was in, uh, I think it was second grade. I sang Rock and Robin at my school. They sent me to this kind of review at the mall, and this guy approached my parents and said, "We'd love to have him be a part of our little like you know uh, entertainment group for kids." It was based in Branson, Missouri. We couldn't do it. And the other one was that I've been a Cowboys fan since I was five years old. Number three, I.
1: I know, I know, Jake, that you were raised in Wichita, right, area?
0: I was born in Wichita. I grew born up Wichita. in Moore, Oklahoma, and I moved to Texas when I was 12.
1: That makes it seem like you're a Cowboys fan. Me, he, he may be, but. Because I know people from Wichita that are Cowboys fans because that's what they
2: well,
0: got on TV. else are for? The whole
2: United States. Exactly. Yeah, the whole yeah. U.S. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, covered, yeah. covered in them, especially older folks. Uh, I'm still going with the Cowboys. I'm going to go number two. <laughs> number
1: two. going to
0: go number two?
2: Because I
1: think it that story might three. go differently.
0: Oh, it's it number three. three. I am not a Cowboys fan at all. I'm not really a fan of any particular team. The first team I was ever a fan of was the Chiefs. Um, And then then I kind of like the Titans when they became a thing, you know, when uh, Houston moved to Tennessee and became the Titans. I, mm-hmm. In their first year, they almost went to the Super Bowl. I remember it. Well, they did go to yeah. the Super Bowl and they almost won the Super Bowl. I remember it very clearly. They played the Rams. And they lost. But I was a fan of the Titans for a little while, and now I really just don't care. I just like to gamble. um, Yeah, I really do. I mean, like, I I really care more about the players because I'll do like daily fantasy or like season long leagues. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a Cowboys fan (laughs) at all. My friends give me crap for it all the time, um, and I'm always, I'm always hating so to speak on the cowboys i think they're the big i mean they they do really well to start the year off and even sometimes well into the year and then they always choke at an integral moment in the season and uh they (laughs) they blow it so i feel like i was
1: specifically geared to miss that question because i have a really good friend who grew up in wichita area and has been a cowboys fan all his life and i just thought i did not know that so that's what you do if you grew up in wichita yeah Yeah. so all right you uh, got
2: you got me on that one troy hey you got one right troy Yeah, I did. That's amazing. That's a good one. That's amazing. All right, here were mine. Uh, 1978, Babe Ruth Baseball Athlete of the Year for the uh, Middle Tennessee Region. 1986, I was the opening act for Pam Tillis. 2008, I was on tour with Bill Gaither as a backup singer.
0: I'm sorry. I got to go. With, I mean, I, I hope this is true, but I got to go with with 2008 Bill Gaither backup singer, especially because you have kids. And I imagine that at, at some point, you know, you can't. It's hard to go on tour. So I would think Bill Gaither, the Bill Gaither one would be a lie.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. You know I'm, what? I'm you're both You're both right because Bill Gaither doesn't have backup singers.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> there, okay, you go. Well, there you go. Yeah.
2: yeah. OK, fine. But yes, I was I was a Babe Ruth athlete of the year, and yes, I did open for Pam Tillis. So,
1: yeah, I thought I thought you had mentioned opening for somebody, and I thought maybe it wasn't Pam Tillis; it was yeah, somebody else. So I thought that for, might have been a lie.
2: Yeah, I opened for the Kindles. I don't know if you remember them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Porter Wagner opened for him once. Uh, Gene Watson opened for Gene Watson. Yep, um, a, those
1: are those are neat. all
2: pretty good. We should do this again. I don't know if I can make up another lie, but sure. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, Come I'm on. really not good at lying. My girlfriend says right you, to it all the time.
2: If you practice, <laughs> you get good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, I, I, God. I think the next episode, Jake should sing Rock and Robin. We need a karaoke track. That'd be, yeah. Uh, right, yeah, we'll get that. All right, all right, maybe I'll record you and you
0: can play a little snippet of it or something. There you go.
2: We can do that. That'll be the opening for the Lollapetus. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, guys, I think we need to wrap this up. <clears throat> we've we've gone and and congratulations to anybody who stuck around and listened to the answers because yeah, it ended up being you. a little bit little, little bit longer episode than we expected. But we're glad you listened. We hope that uh, you do watch those auditions and make sure you're not getting yourself into a situation where you're giving your voice away for really pennies on the dollar, even if the price is fifty four thousand dollars. You're you're selling yourself short. You're doing something that's going to hurt you in the long run. That's that's mm-hmm. our opinion. And uh, don't for, sell your voice. to yeah, the don't, devil. <laughs> <that's> Exactly. <laughs> don't exactly. Do it. And so we're glad you listened to it's another VO podcast for the actual real human. Troy Holden, the actual real human, Jake Sanders. And I'm Hello. Alden Chinnerberg. Maybe uh, maybe I'm a robot. Maybe not. We'll see you later. <laughs>
2: see ya keep on grinding goodbye thanks for making it all the way through another vo podcast with jake alden and troy we'd love to hear from you email us at another vo podcast at
0: gmail.com and be sure to like or comment on your podcast platform we drop episodes every week and interview peers once a month also If you have something you'd like to ask or topics in mind we need to discuss, let us know.
1: Otherwise, we hope to see you next week right here on another VO Podcast.